0: Hello, Josebo. Bonjour, and welcome to Planet of the Climates (POTK). is a climadel podcast bringing you the latest information and insight into the world of climate action. Clima is a blockchain protocol backed by carbon credits that gives people a chance to fight climate change as a collective and get rewarded for doing so. Klima sits at the intersection of blockchain, climate science, and finance, so there's no shortage of great topics for us to explore. My name is Phaedrus and I'll be your host on this adventure and I'm joined by my good friend and co-host Diamond Hands as we discuss the latest news on Klima and our partners and connect you with the biggest and brightest names currently exploring this space. That's right. And today we're really excited to bring you this conversation with Rufus and Jacob from the Crypto Caverns team. Let's jump right into it. So today we're sitting down with Rufus and Jacob from the Crypto Caverns team. They are the world's first Better Business Bureau accredited crypto mining company, providing world-class GPU hosting packages that give their clients full ownership of their mining rigs. Their facilities provide electricity maintenance and repairs so you don't have to worry about anything except what to mine. They also happen to be one of our latest Klima Infinity partners and we're definitely gonna dive into what Crypto Caverns is all about and this partnership too. But before we do that, Rufus, maybe just, you know, introduce yourself, tell us a little bit about your background and your journey.
1: So I was in banking and private equity in China, in the energy field, Uh, did oil and gas as well as hydro, nuclear, even some trash to energy projects over there back in 2015. I stopped doing that, moved to New York and had been aware of Ethereum and the Ethereum project and obviously been aware of crypto and Bitcoin for a while as well. And I kept looking at it. I kept getting more interested in it and decided to try to start a mining company. Uh, Mining seemed to be a great risk play, particularly GPU mining. GPUs held their price very well. You could sell used GPUs for about 20% below new prices, and they were ROIing, meaning they were returning 100% of their value in about eight months. This was 2016. And Ethereum had been going down for six months, because of the Dow hack at the time. And they were still returning great returns. So I felt like Yeah, this seemed like a great business to get into started a farm in Connecticut, my first one there built it out, moved it to Canada, moved to Canada in 2018. And then to China uh I had obviously lived in China for years before that been had a i speak chinese i uh worked there for a long time so that was a fairly natural transition for me then in twenty twenty one with the ban approaching et cetera, we built a farm out in Kazakhstan. Then in 2022, with the crackdown that is occurring in Kazakhstan, we moved back to America. America used to, when I was here in in America and Canada back in 2018, there were a lot more issues. It has evolved a lot since then and matured. And we're really happy with the move back here. We're 100% hydroelectric and we offset our carbon, obviously, with Klima. That's our business carbon. So like the uh, plane tickets, uh, advertising, everything, we're, we're 100% offset.
0: Oh, excellent. Yeah, that's great to hear your story there. And obviously, I guess right off the bat then, Crypto Caverns is clearly a global operation then. And, but Jacob, why don't you tell us a little bit about your story? So you're the, you're the Chief Technological Officer for Crypto Caverns then?
2: Yeah, yeah. So I joined Crypto Caverns at the end of 2020, I think. So what happened was uh, uh, Rufus contacted me and he told me he wanted to make some changes into the business because uh, Crypto Caverns used to be only like a self-mining company. So Crypto Caverns used to only mine for itself and it had a couple of friends uh, who were clients of crypto caverns and that was about it and so uh, rufus called me up one day and he was like uh you know he, he knew i mined bitcoin back in 2013 somewhere but i didn't really pay a lot of attention so i uh, was really reckless with my coins that i mined back in the day you know
0: everyone's got a story of that uh the bitcoin that slipped through their fingers 10 years ago now <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, a lot of people have those stories. So Rufus called me and he said he wanted to, uh, you know, get more external investors in and uh, make it easier for uh, basically everybody in mom and pop shops or uh, or venture capital to invest in crypto mining.
0: Yeah, that's great. So you talked about that pivot there from self-mining just for yourselves, just for your company. So that shift that's happened, it's been a couple of years now, I guess. Would you care to you know, explain a little bit more about your, your offering or what sets you apart from other mining platforms out there?
1: Yeah. The big thing that sets us apart is that we are 100% all-inclusive. So our goal is to offer the best service package that you can get in mining at a price that reflects our scale. So we're allowing consumers to have access to industrial scale mining. We include the electricity, the maintenance. We're the best at GPU mining. You know, GPU mining is much more complicated than ASIC mining. There's a lot more maintenance. And we make it just as simple as, you know, buy the mines and then boom, you're mining.
2: Yeah, we try to make the solution as easy as possible for our customers. So basically what you do is if you want to get into mining, you buy a machine with us and you give us your wallet address and we do the rest basically. that's uh, We wanted to make it as simple as possible. What they usually do is that they just call us and then just ask a lot of questions like, hey, uh, I'm uh, new to mining. How does this work? Can you tell me something about this? And what we basically just do is just talk to them for a bit but yeah a lot of people just want to test the waters a bit they order a machine first and then as soon as they see that it works good that it's getting them revenue usually they just get enthusiastic and uh, invest a little bit more but you know back in the days uh, I think uh, half a year ago uh, when the the prices were crazy you know I think people were paying $15,000 per machine or something like that. And, you know, if you have to order a a minimum of five or 10 machines, then uh, that's something pretty crazy for a a lot of people. And, uh, you know, we try to keep it as easy as possible and uh, as affordable as possible as well. That's great. Uh,
0: Maybe that's something that people who are new to mining as well, too, might not realize that the hardware price does fluctuate with the uh, crypto price as well.
2: Yeah, yeah. Those $15,000 machines are now worth only $5,000. So when you're in this, you know, down market, I guess that's
0: generally considered a great opportunity then or i mean cuz you're you're buying at that price and then it's going to continue working for you for x many years yeah
2: yeah it's a great time to buy the funny thing is everybody always wants to buy machines when they're the most expensive and as soon as like the prices dip and all the prices go down everybody's like oh let's just back off that's just the fomo right
0: yeah but yeah maybe just a segue there too cuz you mentioned earlier that yeah, that your, your farm operation there is powered by green renewable energy. Tell us a little bit about that decision that you've made and why that's so important to crypto caverns. And maybe that's kind of a segue to this partnership here with Clayma too.
1: So actually, in China, we're also hydro powered. We worked with Bitcoin miners over there that we actually helped finance and build out hydroelectric projects purely based on crypto mining they generated a huge amount of electricity and powered several small, what they call small towns, which by our standards are giant mega cities. And we built a 800 megawatt dam and financed it on crypto mining.
0: There's that prevailing narrative that crypto is just bad for the environment then too. And you're providing an example here of minimizing you know that greenhouse gas upstream but then also using those returns and using that revenue to actually fund renewable energy projects too
1: i mean that's the thing people who say that crypto is bad for the environment i feel they they really don't have any connection with or understanding of the energy markets and what it actually is going to take to transition to green power and a green power grid in order to do this we're gonna have to build out an enormous, not just 100% of our energy, but we're going to have to build out two to 400% of the energy because most green energy is not baseload generating, it doesn't constantly produce power. So we're gonna have to build out four times as much power as we consume, at least.
2: Yeah. So what Rufus is saying is not every, you know, there's not always sun. So if you want to have uh, solar power, it's only going to be there eight hours a day. And if you have wind energy, you know, the wind's not always blowing. So there's not always enough power generation to ensure that everybody can use their electric kettles and their AC. You hear that sometimes that people say that they're, you know, taking pot shots
0: then at renewable energy say, well, therefore just throw it all away or it's not good but you're just saying it's just a, a technical issue to solve then about scaling.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's it's about, it all comes down to the cost and the scaling. And the truth is that crypto mining is the best way to finance these projects because normally in order to spin up a, a electricity generation facility, doesn't matter what it is, you're going to have to first figure out who am i going to sell how much money how much electricity do i have to sell just to pay for the the build out just to you know make break even basically and if you can't sell that domestically if you can't sell that in the immediate area then it, it doesn't make sense to to build this crypto mining solves that issue it says okay we will guaranteed to take Uh, that base load, as they call it, power that you need to sell just to keep the lights on, uh, so to say. And you won't even have to connect into the grid and everything, which that's very expensive. Connecting into the grid is incredibly expensive to do. A lot of, you know, smaller green power facilities that's one of their largest expenses is, is getting connected into the grid and getting because of their, the fluctuations in their energy, etc. they actually incur a ton of cost on that connection because they can't just pump their power into the grid whenever it's there. They've got to be working in coordination with everybody else on the grid, and that's not easy. Crypto mining allows these projects to just say, okay, we're going to generate this much power. We'll sell it to you guys. You guys use it. And then when you're not using it, you can use off-the-grid power. And that allows them to bootstrap and build out these projects. And then once they get big enough and they're generating enough power, then they can connect to the grid very easily because they've got enough power and money at that point. And yeah, so... I always say, if we want to be all EVs, it's going to be huge, huge, maybe 10x, 20x, our current power generation capacity. Talking a massive increase in demand for electricity and energy. And who's going to finance this? You know, is it going to be taxpayers? Is it going to be energy consumers or is it going to be crypto miners who want to finance it, who are willing to finance it and bankroll it and actually do it for something that is not only profitable, but benefits the global economy, in my opinion, gets rid of a lot of waste energy we see in the traditional financial system and creates a decentralized financial system. I believe that that is beneficial to uh, everyone. And to your initial question on uh, what our vision is, and why we're going this green energy route, crypto mining as a way to bootstrap and build green energy infrastructure.
0: You know, you talk about the urgency of the climate crisis and using the tools that we have and, you know, crypto being one of those tools. But yeah, just overall, that was incredible to to hear and to listen to your thinking on this. And obviously, you know, Crypto Caverns is doing a lot more than just, you know, greening your own operations. You know, you're approaching it in terms of uh, the overall global challenge and what we need to do to, you know, green up the grid as well
2: too. You know, a lot of people... Crypto as a very uh, environmentally bad game, but you know we're new, so we're easy to target.
1: Meanwhile, you've got New York City in the same state, some of the largest data centers on Earth that are working for these uh, banks, uh, doing high-frequency trading, which you know we all know adds so much value to the world's economy, and. Nobody's worried about that, you know. I find it very interesting how the crypto mining industry is targeted so disproportionately when, in fact, report after report has come out showing how crypto uses much less energy than TradFi and much greener energy mix than TradFi, traditional finance. I mean... There's so much energy waste in all of these millions upon millions of bank branches and offices and all of this stuff that uh, goes around the traditional financial system uh, that is all eliminated with crypto. And yeah, rarely discussed, rarely discussed.
0: Yeah, it always feels to me that the biggest stumbling block is that utility or you know, perceived lack of utility around crypto. And I don't know if either of you had seen it, but the you know, World Economic Forum spoke to this too. And just one of their blog posts they had really resonated with me where they're basically illustrating Bitcoin mining, again, which obviously receives you know, so much of the attention in the press, the media, when people think crypto, they're thinking Bitcoin. <laughs> but uh, Bitcoin uses about half the energy of domestic tumble dryers in the United States alone. So it's like people understand why they have a dryer, but they don't understand why crypto. And you know, what you're speaking to is this ability to kind of you know, finance transition in our energy system, which is you know, massive, incredible utility.
2: Yeah, I think a lot of people don't realize that crypto is huge for the energy market, and it's gonna basically transform. Crypto is gonna make it possible to be even more greener. In the In the future, where like building those hydroelectric dams, those are going to be made by people investing into uh, crypto mining, so I just don 't get why a lot of environmentalists are against us, yeah, and certainly crypto for people who are you know not familiar with it, it
0: is challenging to understand, like what do you mean blockchain, what do you mean coin um, what is this what 's going on and if you just hear the energy use, then you 're saying, well we don 't need to do that." But yeah, maybe this is our segue too. uh, I'm really glad we went to this little dive to discover this about your mission and your priorities and what you're working on. But yeah, so how about our partnership with Klima? When did Klima first hit your radar and how did this partnership evolve?
2: Yeah, so Klima came on our radar because we were obviously already doing full hydropower, but we wanted to offset more than just our uh, operational uh, costs. And we thought, let's just offset everything You know, if we're already this much invested, we should just offset all of our business. You know, it was just a a no-brainer. And uh, our marketing director was uh, very much a fan of you guys. And uh, that's the reason uh, why we partnered up. So thank you for having us.
1: Yeah, to Jacob's point there that we wanted to be a leader and uh, demonstrate that crypto mining is and can be green and sustainable and can actually drive the green energy uh, revolution that is coming and we're kind of in. But we also wanted to be a leader in that and show that it can all be done through crypto. And doing it on chain actually makes it even more valuable, makes the entire system work better. Yeah, we're planning on allowing our customers to dedicate a portion of their mining rewards to Klima, and automatically buy and retire Klima contracts, so that they can actually mine to uh, help the environment.
0: Well, that's awesome. So there's definitely that potential there for uh, you know a deep integration with Klima and crypto caverns then.
1: Yeah so we're taking twice as much carbon out of the atmosphere as we've produced on all of our business footprint and yeah we're we're really proud to have this partnership and looking forward to uh, mining into a green new world
0: that's awesome so you talked about your retirement with clima with climate infinity here and kind of 2xing your Operational footprint from you know everything that you're doing, do you know how many tons you retired, and did you actually commit a, a love letter to the chain as well too, when you did that?
2: So yeah, we did back in July and it's a total of one hundred and sixty tons, and uh, our love letter was uh, here's to a future where proof of work cleans up after the banking sector.
0: Excellent. (laughs) Yeah, you talked about crypto not needing those bank branches and outlets and everything there too. So this really is a a revolutionary path that you're on.
1: Not to mention the massive drain on the planet that is paper money production.
0: Yeah. So many things seem to get a a free pass, I guess, and then crypto is always kind of uh, on the hot seat, I guess. Oh yeah, geez, the, uh, the elephant in the room then, do we dare talk about the M topic, the merge. So what, what's going on with the merge there and how will that affect crypto caverns or what's coming up around the corner then tied to that?
1: Well, the plan had been going back to 2015 to kind of do a gradual merge uh, with the difficulty bomb increasing and mining would be phased out over time. They recently announced in June that it's just going to be a a straight cutoff and we'll be mining one minute and the next uh, we won't be. I worry a lot about the transition. It, It does seem like a risky approach. So we'll have to see how that plays out, how the merge affects us. It's going to be dramatic, to say the least. Ethereum mining right now constitutes... About 90% of all GPU mining, if that comes off of Ethereum and everything tries to go keep mining and go somewhere else, you know, either the other mining coins, your Raven coins, your Ethereum classics, Ergo, etc., are either they're going to have to go up a lot in value or a lot of miners are going to have to shut off. We've been preparing for this for years, so we're quite secure. I guess we're not worried about going out of business, let me put it that way. We are uh, planning to add Bitcoin mining in the next month to our product offerings just to make sure that our customers have a way, something they can do that will be profitable in the immediate. I really think that this is very interesting. And actually quite good for the ecosystem as a whole, because Ethereum has been using up all of the GPU mining. And I I believe personally that GPU mining is the most decentralized, the best way to secure any chain, because GPUs are the most ubiquitous piece of hardware on Earth. Almost every computer has a GPU in it, and almost every person has a computer, and thus it really gives everybody access to a coin that they don't have to do KYC, AML, anything. They can just mine and have that coin.
0: Yeah, so that's that's cool. That's interesting. Definitely, it'll be a you know a, a momentous uh, thing the the merge there. But it sounds like uh, ultimately proof of work is you know it's not going to disappear overnight as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I really think there's a lot of untapped potential, uh, particularly around useful work, which is with algorithms and whatnot. One of the things that you always look for and kind of the goals of proof of work is to, to do, to make work useful, to move towards useful work. Ultimately, and the more use that you can see coming out of the work, the better. There was a fold coin, or I believe it was called, uh, there was a protein folding coin back in 2017, where they, you know, if you could, the proof of work was folding proteins better and better. And it actually led to a huge advancements in our understanding of how to fold proteins and medical science. Uh, but interestingly enough, they kind of hit the, the, uh, cutting edge of, of what could be done very quickly as soon as they were able to turn that into something that, uh, you could, uh, distribute and add value to. People did it like crazy. Even though it wasn't the most profitable coin, people loved to do it because they knew they were making money and benefiting humanity.
2: Yeah, that's going to be interesting, right? If you can use crypto mining to solve scientific issues and to do scientific research, that's, that's amazing, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's great to hear. And I think that, yeah, the utility is... Uh, at the forefront of the the struggle around you know communications and understanding uh for the potential of you know blockchain in general and i think that's something that we understand at klima and through this conversation it was great to great to understand how much how much you're doing at crypto caverns to actually uh put that use to work there too
1: yeah we we see a future where uh the vision uh, crypto caverns kind of has is that uh Computer power is useful. We can solve the world's issues using computers. And crypto is revolutionary and it allows computers to be paid for the work they're doing automatically without having any intermediaries. Uh, You can directly pay computers now for work. Now it's just a a matter of figuring out how to... uh, get those computers to be working on the important problems
0: it's it's awesome to see this uh partnership here in action through this conversation just realize it's about so much more than just this initial offset that you've done but uh definitely a very very aligned uh yeah aligned principles aligned values here and what you're working on so yeah what's next for crypto caverns or have you got anything coming up around the corner there
1: yeah so right now we're working on adding Bitcoin mining to our product offerings, those will be just like our GPUs fully guaranteed, fully integrated will if there's any issues instantly uh, backed up, etc and then with the merge coming on the fourteenth of September, the fifteenth of September will mark one of the best times. Uh, to start getting into GPU mining. Certainly prices will be dropping like uh, a stone, I anticipate. And uh, yeah, I, we'll, as I say, we're gonna be integrating uh, the ability to mine and have a portion of that income going to clima contracts and thus mining for the environment mining in order to benefit the environment. And uh, we'll hopefully have that out by October. And yeah, I think that's really where we're headed. We're also planning on adding some other uh, mechanisms for securing blockchains uh, such as proof of storage miners um, and uh, possibly even uh, nodes as a service, Um, those will be much later this year or early next year. But uh, it's a really interesting time, and it's a great time to get into mining.
0: Excellent. Yeah, so the merge undoubtedly looms large there, but it does sound like there's a lot on the go, and that further deeper integration with Klima would be incredible to see. That's excellent news. Yeah, that's excellent. Where can listeners uh, find out more about you? You've got a website, you've got discord, what else is going on there? or How can they get in touch the best way?
2: www.cryptocaverns.com. Yeah. And we have our uh, own weekly podcast as well. It's on YouTube. Um, It's every Friday, 12 o'clock EST. Um, So that's uh, for our European friends, that's uh, 1800 hours CEST.
0: Yeah, love to love to hear that. Always great to have guests here who are on the show who come prepared. to Look at you guys with the great mics, the great setups. This is awesome. And uh, yeah, just thanks so much for your time there, both uh, Rufus and Jacob. It's been a great conversation.
1: It was our pleasure. Yeah, we enjoyed it as well.
2: Thank you for having us.
0: All right, thank you so much, guys. Cheers. Wow, what a great conversation it was. Awesome to chat with Rufus and Jacob from Crypto Caverns there. There's always these aha moments that come up in these conversations. And for me, a great one there was just realizing that Crypto Caverns is not just working to like minimize their footprint or offset their footprint, even though it's awesome to have them on the Clima Infinity team uh, as a partner, but they're really passionate about kind of greening the energy grid in total and understanding the utility of crypto, understanding the utility of crypto mining and the role that it can play in that transition. So obviously some deep thoughts and great insight there from the team. Uh, Hope you enjoy that episode. And I just want to give a shout out for everybody listening. Really appreciate you. And it would be incredible if on your platform, are you listening on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you're listening, we would so love it if you give us a little rating, a little review, a follow, a like, whatever it is on that platform there. It would be much appreciated. Otherwise, for everything Klima, make sure that you're hitting up klimadow.finance, where you can stake, bond, and of course, find a link to the Klima Discord community. Because we're a decentralized autonomous organization, Klima is community-driven just like this podcast. So join us in there and you're going to find a great group of climates and plenty of opportunities to contribute and be an active climate too. We hope you enjoyed this conversation with Rufus and Jacob from Crypto Caverns. Thank you so much for stopping by and joining us. And we're looking forward to saying hello once again on the very next Planet of the Climates.